Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CONCACAF Champions League Review Show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of the Feuerstein's Fire American Soccer Show. I'm your host, Daniel Feuerstein. The CONCACAF Champions League 2020 semifinals postgame show. We are in second half stoppage time right now. LAFC with a miraculous come-from-behind lead here as they were down a man <coughs> Excuse me, late in the second half. Late in the first half, I should say, inside first half stoppage time. Um, and... They were down 1-0 in this match, down a man, and uh, a lot of fracas, a lot of problems, a lot of everything, and now they're up 2-1, early goals in the second half by Carlos Vela, and uh, right now, all I can say is, is that we are in second half stoppage time, and it is just, just amazing to see what LAFC has done. And we are still in second half stoppage time. It's just been, this is one of those games where you can't really describe it. It's just been unbelievable. The lot of chicanery, the, the, the head games, you know, everything that's been going on in this one from both Club America side and a little bit from LAFC, of course, but still though, I mean, I'm afraid we're going to see handbags in five paces here. I, I just don't know what's going to happen here. The remainder of this match but the referee so far has been on it. Club America also down to 10 men in this match. And it's just been chaos, craziness, and everything else. Uh, my guests, once this match is over, my guests will come on. First, of course, uh, Araceli Villanueva will be joining me. And then all of a sudden, and there's an opportunity for a goal. Yes! 3-1 LAFC, and they have eliminated Club America. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable to see what just happened here. Upset City, and my God, three unanswered goals by LAFC. Jeez, my goodness. Wow, 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 wow. Just unbelievable what we have watched here, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable to see what's going to happen. And it looks like the final whistle has finally been blown. Unbelievable to see what the heck just happened here. My goodness. My goodness. That is an unbelievable moment. And it's all over. And now we are going to have some post-game, folks. We're going to have some post-game action here. As LAFC is going to the... Against Tigris, this has been unbelievable to watch. It has been unbelievable to witness this. And my God, I never thought I would ever see 
a semifinal situation, what we have seen here so far. It is unreal to talk about. It's just been unbelievable what we have just witnessed here, ladies and gentlemen. Coming back, down a goal, down a man, and then all of a sudden, here comes, here comes LAFC, here comes Carlos Vela, who comes up huge, who comes up big, scores two big goals just as soon as the opening whistle for the second half is blown. And my goodness, what an unbelievable moment we are witnessing here. It has been unreal to witness what a huge match this has been. A huge match that we have seen in this one. And joining me right now from Switch the Pitch, it's Araceli Villanueva. Araceli, I'm not going to say anything. The floor is yours. What the hell did we just witness tonight? <laughs> I have no words for this game. I mean, to watch LESC have such a disastrous first half, falling into Club America's trap, causing them to lose the lead and a player, all to watching Vela score back-to-back goals just seconds after the restart was absolutely incredible. And then to see Latif Blessing bury the game winner in the last minute of stoppage time to send the game into a 3-1 to one victory, ultimately stamping their ticket to the finals. It, it's just incredibly mind-blowing, and LAFC just continues to show that they are a powerhouse. It's unbelievable, and it's unreal. I mean, look, I, I think we all know what we saw in the first half, towards the back end of the first half, I should say. We all saw that there should have been a penalty for LAFC. That never came. We've seen on replays Memo Ochoa bending over at his waist twice at Atuesta for – I don't know what he said, but, I, but we all know the outcome was a red card because Atuesta tried to get up uh, and got baited into a headbutt, and he got sent off. Um, and then we see uh, through, uh, through videos on, on social media that Miguel Herrera went after assistant coach Ante Razov grabbed him from the back of his neck, the back, excuse me, the back of his head, grabbed some hair that gave him the red card, sent him off. Shouldn't have been in the stand, should have stayed in the locker room. But w- what you going to do? I mean, he'll be suspended now with Club America reaches a uh, the 2021 tournament. I have to look and see if he has or not. But I think he they have. But still, though, and then Carlos Vela just basically says, Araceli, boys, climb on my back, and I will put us." into the lead, down a man. Yes, absolutely. And we all know that those Miguel Herrera uh, walkie-talkie memes are in full swing right now on Twitter. It's absolutely hilarious. But uh, aside from that, it's, again, you know, LASC showed an incredible display throughout the match. They had solid touches and passes and just being able to continue to defend that goal with the clearances it, we will not have Edward Espuesta for the final which is kind of a blow to the midfield but fortunately we'll have we'll, we could see Latif Blessing taking that role if not Christian Torres the 16 year old uh, prodigy it's going to be an interesting 
final, that's for sure. I believe Toronto FC was the last MLS team to reach the final in uh, 2018 against Tigris, who LAFC will face next. So it's all on the line now for Tuesday. Oh, it really is. It really, really is all on the line for Tuesday. Here's something I want to pass along to you that, you know, I just realized it right now. You know, back in 2018, the New York Red Bulls faced Club Tijuana, swept them in both matches in their quarterfinal series, and then took on Guadalajara Chivas, lost uh, in the first leg, at the Estadio Akron, then lost. Then uh, it was a equal uh, uh, a nil-nil draw in the second leg at Red Bull Arena in the semifinals. But you see LAFC in this one. You lose in Mexico, come back at the bank to win that one, and then you beat Cruz Azul in the quarterfinals. And now you beat Cruzeca in the semifinals. That's three consecutive Liga M- And in a one-and-done situation, three consecutive Liga MX sides. This is unheard of in MLS's 25 years of existence. Now we're in the, at, towards the end of 26. Apologies, you did cut out for a little bit. What were you saying about the Liga MX sides uh, dominating this the, is the tournament? <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just <laughs> just saying that this is the first time we've seen an MLS side defeating on aggregate and in a one-and-done games three consecutive Liga MX sides. Done very well with it, and I think LASC kind of had that benefit with, you know, the current situation. Normally we would see them defeat the teams on aggregate, but now doing these one-and-done deals, the LAC has had the benefit of that than having to stress over a secondary game, but to see them go this far and reach the final, it's, again, you know, it's incredibly outstanding, and it does show what Bob Bradley is capable of. It's unbelievable what he's been capable of, and, you know, this is the type of game we all want to watch. You've got Bob Bradley, who has had successful club ventures uh, in MLS, for the U.S. men's national team, even for the Egyptian national team as well. Miguel Herrera, who has been successful in Club America, uh, in his Liga MX clubs, whoever he's managed. Also, uh, for the Mexican national team, winning a gold cup there before he got uh, kicked out uh, with having a, uh, a blow-up with a Mexican soccer reporter. But still, though, you want to see these two managers have a chess match. And we didn't really get that. But the truth is, we got ourselves a game that we never thought we'd ever see. And this was just unbelievable to watch the continuity. And all I can say is, is that the way that Bob Bradley was able to get this club from a negative into a positive. I mean, I think they need at least two nights of sleep before they go out there and, and, uh, and play that final. Yes, I think we were very close to seeing some type of uh, scramble with Bob Bradley and Miguel Herrera and just all the coaches in general, even as both teams were walking into the locker room. 
right after um, going into halftime. So, but on that note, again, you know, Bob Bradley has shown that his system is working, that he is generating these types of wins and encouraging the players. And he's even talked about it time and time again in every press conference. He credits Carlos Vela for his athleticism, his um, what he brings to the team in terms of individuality, uh, leader, uh, leadership, and I to show what, again, you know, what they are capable of. They really are. It's just been amazing to watch. It's been a fun match to watch. I, I mean, I thought it was like buried, done and dusted, and that was the end of it. But no, it, this was incredibly a fantastic match to watch and just exciting to witness all of this going forward. And now you have a date with the mighty Tigres. Tuca uh, Ferretti is the manager, and I think we all know this will be a no-nonsense type of battle. Oh, definitely. We're going to see something similar to 2018, perhaps, with the, you know, just two dominant teams going at it. I wouldn't I, – I, I admit that I do not know El Tigres that well to say if they are on the same level as Club America was of the performance we saw tonight. But given LASC's performance and their ability to conform and settle within the match should definitely give us an interesting display. It really will be. Araceli, thank you very much. I will talk to you on Tuesday night. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. Try and get some sleep if you can, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Take care. I will. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Talk to you soon. Araceli Villanueva, Switch the Pitch, MLS female reporters covering our game, joining me right now from the SeahawkerChronicles.com Cantina MX podcast. It is John Jagu, um, who saw Tigris easily defeating Olympia of Honduras three goals to nil. Uh, but, John, obviously the first match we got to talk about is the wild and wacky Club America LAFC match. Uh, from, from, your, from your thoughts, sir, I want to – your floor is yours. Tell us what you saw, what you thought of, and everything that came with that package. As they always say, the last act is the best. Uh, well, uh, thank you, Daniel. Uh, it's good to be with you again, as always. Uh, you know, I saw, uh, you know, a team that was, uh, was, was hungry in LAFC, a team that wanted to, you know, that they always seemed to do the, they wanted to get the win. And then, you know, as far as I made it, I saw a team that was kind of maybe even a little, a little arrogant, you know, as, as they, as is their won't, that's, that's just kind of who they are. And, and then a team that just completely lost control and lost concentration and got, got uh, Got, uh, I'm trying to go. I mean, I'm, you have to understand that I'm not. I'm not an America fan, so I, I personally find it <laughs> hilarious. I'm not going to lie, but uh, you know, I mean, they just got, um, you know, at the beginning of that second half. I mean, the first 90 seconds, you know, they start the second half up one zero. 90 seconds later, they're down two one because of. I mean, they they fell asleep. They wait, wait, I mean, they, they, this is this is entirely on them. It's entirely on. On the coach, it's it, it's on the players. It, it, they have no one to blame but themselves. It wasn't on you know. America loves to blame the refs, and uh, when when they lose, 
and uh, which reminds me I need to uh, post my, my my standard when America loses picture here in a little bit. But uh, it's just uh, <laughs> it's just a uh, I mean it's yeah, I mean I I, I just it, it, it baffles me that uh, that that America have just has had such a such a terrible absence of concentration. To, I mean that first goal that they allowed were work on was when stole. I mean you, I mean you don't see kids in high school make plays like that. I mean that's that was just, no. just absolutely terrible. And then the second goal, I mean, I mean again, I mean how how can you let how can you let that player, you know the player who's easily I think they mentioned that I, mean, I was watching the when we see on broadcast where they said you know he's probably the 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 best player in in, in American leagues and he is. And you can't let that you can't let a player of that caliber get behind you and they did. Like like what are you doing? And so just like that, it's two one. And you know, again, I have to give full credit to Bob Bradley and the LAFC staff. Uh, you know, I mean, I love Miguel Herrera. I think he's a great coach. I think that he's, you know, I you know, I thought that he you know matured over these past four or five years. But but I mean, you know, you know, once again, and we've talked about this many times on this show, Miguel Herrera's mouth gets him in trouble, and they got him in trouble again tonight. And you know, it's it, it's now at a point where you have to wonder is, if if he's even going to come back and continue coaching the squad after losing this. And the one last thing I'll say about uh, about this is is it? I mean, this this honestly, this is exactly what Concacaf wanted and needed. They 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 need a, a big rivalry in this tournament to uh, really kind of make it sing. Not necessarily a league rivalry, but but a team versus team rivalry, and I think that they're going to get it with LAFC. If, if these two teams ever meet in this tournament again, I mean they're they're going to they're going to be some sparks. This was this was exactly, I mean this is the tonic that 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 that, that Concacaf wants to to really give this 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 league a boost. Which again, you know, you and I are both huge fans of the league, and and you know it's a shame that this game was on. On a you know on a Saturday night when it started at ten thirty on the East Coast you know on the same day where they're having you know all the, all the college football conference championships I mean they couldn't have picked the worst time to play it I mean it's, it's almost as bad as MLS Cup but when the MLS Cup used to play on Sunday afternoons next to, you know against Dallas Hall games uh, so it was just it was just poor time and obviously this this isn't the usual calendar for this but. Uh, I mean, it, it was a great game. It was great theater. Uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I'm just blown away that, that LAFC has been able to knock off Leon. They were able to knock off Cruz Azul and now America. And now, you know, if they beat Tigres uh, coming up on Tuesday night, which, I mean, again, we, we talked about this the other night, Daniel. I mean, the, the, this tournament was setting up perfectly for LAFC to, to win the tournament because they're getting to play these teams on, on neutral territory. And, I mean, you, you can't tell me that 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 Tigres is a favorite or LFC. I mean, this is as, as even money as there is in the game. I will say this though: out of the, the three Mexican teams that were in this uh, little mini tournament in Orlando, I do think Tigres is the one that has been by far playing the best. Uh, Cruz Azul didn't play particularly well. America and their both their matches were uh, just didn't. Uh, I mean, America really for the past like two months it just has just not played well at all. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting match. It's going to you know, uh, Tigres and uh, is not Cruz Azul and they're not America. I mean, they're a much more disciplined team. Uh, they have probably, you know, the other, you know, if, if if you're thinking of, you know, who might be the other best player in the 
in the Americas. Well, it happens to be Gignac. So, so you you have the two best players in the in North America uh, playing in this game. Uh, you know, two really good coaches, uh, t- uh, coaches that are that are quite similar as far as I'm concerned, as far as their grouchiness and and style and and, and their ability to. To, to change it up when they have to, or, or to, you know, I mean, they, they didn't call him a bunker Bob for, for, for nothing, you know, and it took us the same thing. They call him tu camion, uh, which uh, is a Spanish word for bus. So, uh, hmm. <laughs> but, you know, they, he likes to park huh. the bus too. And uh, so it's going to be, it's, I mean, if you were talking about a chess, it's going to be a very interesting chess match. And, you know, both these teams, they, they want this, they want this trophy. They want this, uh, you know, the, you know, for LAFC, the, the, just, I mean, just think in what other league have you seen a team that is in its third year of existence have the kind of uh, success that LAFC has had, but they don't have a trophy yet. I think that this would be just a massive, massive, massive uh, validation of, of, of their philosophy and what they've been able to accomplish over the past three years. And, and, and it's not like they're beating, you know, the Motaguas and the, you know, the Fidipos and the W connections to get this. I mean, I mean, they're, they're beating again, the current champion, the biggest team in Mexico, the biggest team in, 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 in North America, in Blue America, and one of the one of the strongest, most traditional teams in Cruz Azul. I mean, this is a, this is a really impressive run, and if they can crown it off by beating the, the team that over the past five years has been the, been the best team in the area, I mean, you got to tip your hat off. You got to tip your hat to LAFC for what they you know what what they would be able to accomplish if they pull it off. Just and just an incredible. An incredible run of run of games, and uh, and again, it's not it's not like they're like lucking into these games either. I mean, they are they are winning these games on on, on merit. I mean, they're it, it is oh, a yeah. deserve. You know, they're not getting, you know, they're not getting dodgy penalty calls at the end, or you know, they're not winning it in penalties. I mean, they are going out and, and winning this game. They are. Uh, it is. Uh, it's it's impressive. It is absolutely impressive. They are. Uh, you know, I almost feel like 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 this this game. I was thinking about this. I was watching it. It's like, well, you know, we have two America and LAFC. I mean, again, they've only been around for three years. Two America has been around for a hundred, but but LAFC to me is it's almost like two America Junior. They're like they are so close to if they haven't been, gotten there already, being the most hated team in MLS, <laughs> just because of their <laughs> of of their instant popularity. So you know, they're very similar in that style and. uh you know, don't think that Carlos Vela doesn't have a chip on his shoulder playing against these Mexican teams. I mean, he wants to. You know, he. Uh, you know, he. I, 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 I think he. This is uh, something that, that that he enjoys. Uh, uh, he, he takes a great deal of pride in, and 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 a great deal of pleasure in in, in beating these teams. So I think it's uh, they got one more to go. And and again, who's going to bet against him at this point? No one. Absolutely no one, John. Here's something I picked up. Um, on Twitter while watching this one. Uh, I think it, had, it said it was from the uh, Football Picante Twitter account. There's a guy who said, I didn't catch his name, I didn't read the whole thing, but I mean, basically he said Club America is the best club, you know, in, in this confederation and no one can touch them. Even the MLS teams cannot touch them. And I mean, look, <clears throat> maybe in normal circumstances, if we had it on the regular docket of a calendar, uh, in February, March, April, okay, maybe, but you know, um, you can't really say that anymore right now, can you? Well, I mean, let's let, let's be honest here. Uh, remember, I mean, this is a tournament that's being played in Orlando. You know, they're not doing the home and home. Yes. 
where uh, America would enjoy a, a pretty decent amount of support in L.A. And, no, I mean, personally, if I were in L.A., I would I would play this game at the Rose Bowl. But, uh, you know, they could play there. And then they have to go to Mexico City. You know, LAFC has played two Mexico City teams in this tournament, beaten them both without having to go to the Azteca where they both play. That's that's pretty lucky. I mean, let, let's be I mean, that's yeah. – uh, I'm, I'm not saying that the, the teams are unbeatable down at the Azteca, but, I mean, it is a daunting task to win a game down there. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that, uh, but the, you know, I think the only team that's been able to accomplish it is Toronto when they did it a couple years mm-hmm. ago. And yeah. I think I, and, and I think there was a, another Central American team, but it, but it, doesn't, it doesn't happen very mm-hmm. often, obviously. So, but, but again, right. I mean, that, that's, you know, it, that's not LAFC's fault. I mean, I mean, they're playing a tournament that was laid out in front of them. And, uh, right. I mean, that, I mean, which is what we talked about last week, you know, that's why the, this opportunity is, is so perfect for them because, because mm-hmm. it's a one-off and because it's in a neutral site. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, they just, they just, I mean, there's no, there's no, there, there, there's no pressure. I mean, all the pressure again is on the Mexican teams, and you know, they've, they've, you know, Cruz Azul proved it, and America proved it. They, 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 you know, they just, they just can't seem to handle that pressure very well. And uh, you know, they, they, but both of them gave up one zero leads to LAFC. You know, LAFC ends up. Did they win both games three <clears> one? <throat> Or did they win the Chris? Uh, it was two one in the last game. Two one. Right. right. So this okay. was three one. So, yeah. yeah. So you know, but yeah, but now they're going to uh, going up against Tigres, who uh, you know Tigres did what they had to do tonight. They got a couple of penalties. Uh, Gignac converted them both and got a got a late on goal. But I mean, I don't think there was ever a doubt that Tigres was going to win that game. They kind of had it. Uh, you know, they right. were. It was a like as you pointed out, a comfortable win. Uh, they played. They looked outstanding <laughs> against. Uh, and I'm trying to remember who they played. Yeah, yeah. So Daniel, I, I worked. I worked six high school. Olympia. Games. Thank you. Huh. No, I'm, I'm not talking Olympia. about tonight. I'm talking about the, their 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 quarterfinal that they beat the MLS. Oh yeah, team. no, no. Their quarterfinal was against New York City FC. New York City FC. Thank you very much. Sorry, like You're I said, welcome. I've <laughs> I've worked six high school games it's okay. between that game and this game. So like, it's uh, just been a been a crazy couple of days. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, I mean, so they've you know they've. <laughs> They've scored a bunch of goals, you know. They they they, they got stronger. They got uh, as this tournament's gone. So this is the teams that have been playing the best, obviously, so far are the ones that, that are in the final. It's going to be a. I mean, again, I don't think Olcacaf could have ever dreamed of having a better final than what they're going to get between uh, oh, yeah. between Tigres and and LAFC. And uh, you know, you know, the, you know, the, you know. Once again, this is the opportunity for for MLS to to, to finally crack the code and and, and get this. Uh, Champions trophy that they've been after for so long. I mean, we've been doing these calls for what, like ten years or so. It's been a, it's been a long time, and uh, they just haven't been able to reach the mountaintop. And you know, I I, I can't think of a, of a time where they've had a a better opportunity to do it. You know, with with a team that that's that's playing in the tournament that they're playing. It's going to be very very. very it's going to be a very interesting game on Tuesday, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully. Uh, you know, Kolkakov can, can can get some some better uh, better you know publicity and, and get some decent ratings out of this because I mean this would you know anywhere else in the world I mean this would be just a just an absolutely massive massive uh, game you know coming up between two incredibly good teams two very marketable players uh, you know it it, it 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 should be you know like Christmas week everyone's going to be home 
I mean, seriously, I mean, you, you just couldn't ask for a for 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 for, for, for a better showcase. And let's see if, if Colcacaf can take advantage of it. I mean, if I were Fox, I'd put it on. I'd put it on the, yeah. on, the on Big Fox. Why not? Yeah, I agree. Why not? Absolutely, why not? Because now you can give the opportunity for this tournament to really become something big. And you're going to see LA and and you know I'll say this right now. Nothing against Mike Watt and Tony Miola, but uh, you know you have John Strong and Stu uh, hold, uh, holding on for uh, uh, Fox Sports. We all know this probably will be on Univision probably. Uh, mm-hmm. to see these two teams going at it. I, I agree with you. The one thing, this is my one disappointment about this match, John. Even though it was a great match and we got what we wanted, it got the bells, the whistles, the horns, everything. Everything you wanted, even fireworks. I, I really wish Miguel Herrera did not put himself into that position uh, to have that jaw uh, episode with Ante Razov, assistant coach of LAFC. To see him actually grabbing the back of Razov's head. And at the same time, Razov has been known to do this as a player, too. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit him as well. But still, though, um, I really wanted a yeah, chess match, it, it, you know? Right. No, it's, you know, I, I agree with you. It was, it, was, it was unfortunate, you know, and the whole thing stemmed from a, you know, I mean, it, it, it all boils down to the fact that uh, that Kolkakaf, that for whatever reason, Decided not to have VAR there. Where I mean, they're only they're playing in one stadium where the equipment is already there because it's an MLS stadium. So it's exactly, not like they would have to do anything extra to, to bring the stuff in. And I know that you know the, exactly. the rest of the tournament uh, is you know they don't use VAR in the in the in the early rounds of the tournament. But um, I mean, like I said, I just I just worked at the Texas high school. I mean, obviously you're not going to have instant replay at at uh, or replay review in, in Texas high school games. But if you're playing at AT&T Stadium where they've got everything where you can do it, then why not take advantage of that? And the UIL, uh, the yeah. uh, which is the governing body of, of, of high school sports here in Texas, said final uh, in the finals we're gonna we're gonna use instant replay because we have it, so we're gonna use it. And you know it's so funny because people say, well, you know the coaches aren't gonna like it and this and that. And I remember even saying that in the, you know people they were saying that in the World Cup. Oh, the coaches are going to hate VAR when they had it in Russia. And like, like a half a game in, you know, there's a play, and the coaches, oh my god, you got to go watch it on the bar. <laughs> so of course, of course, <laughs> of course, they want bar. And uh, yeah, so there's no reason why there's just absolutely no reason why they, uh, they 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 shouldn't be using VAR. So so you know so so they have those plays. No, first of all, you know, it should have been a penalty on. Uh, uh, on Cool America for LA, you know, in favor of LAFC. That that wasn't called. Yeah. And then the whole uh, now the headbutting thing. I know that it, it it didn't necessarily you know, but the intent was there. So that red card actually didn't bother me so much. But I think it was the fact right. that there was uh, that there wasn't the uh, uh, the, the penalty called. I think that that would have absolutely been been uh, been been checked. I mean, just like when. Uh, you know, when Vela scored his goal against Cruz Azul, I mean, there was no way that that was a penalty. But knowing that there isn't VAR, right. you know, he drags a leg. The ref, you know, he sells mm-hmm. it. Again, 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 I have no, I, I have absolutely no problem with players doing. It. I mean, I just, I just don't. I mean, I, I, I produce, uh, and you know, I, I work in the NBA, and guys drop. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at James Harden. I mean, he's like a walking foul. I know. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it just, it's just part <laughs> of the game. And uh, yep. You know, it's. I mean, and and, and again, if you're, if you, my thing is, if you, if you're dumb enough to fall for it, that's on you. 
You know what I mean? That's right. So, uh, yeah, but it is unfortunate that, 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 that uh, Miguel Herrera got into that. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it's, you know, kind of how, how Memo Choa baited uh, the uh, LAFC player into, into getting the red. I think that Ante Ra- uh, Ra- absolutely baited Miguel Herrera. Yeah. Into having his little, yeah. and, and 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 again, it ended up costing it ended up costing his team because the team they were they obviously went into the locker room hot and they didn't settle down and they didn't uh, they they I mean it was obvious that they came out uh, lacking uh, with a complete lack of concentration and it cost them and they ended up uh, giving up those two goals in the first ninety seconds was just again I'm not an America fan so it just makes me laugh that that they fell apart as badly as they did. Uh, to start the game and just were, un- and, and, and again, they just were unable to recover. And I mean, they, you know, they had a couple of, you know, like free kicks and stuff, but they just, they never, they just, they never threatened LAFC, even, even, even up man, with a man advantage, they never threatened LAFC the way that they should have, because they just, I mean, they're, we, we talked about this last, in, in the last time, like how many times did we say, uh, like, you know, LFC players would have shots teed up and ready to go if they were just one time it. And Kuomenica did the same thing in the night. They had, they had opportunities, but for whatever reason, they just the guys just didn't want to shoot, and uh, it uh, you know ended up costing them. And now I, I'm, I'm it wouldn't shock me at all to, to see Piojo Herrera uh, not be retained uh, for the upcoming tournament because I mean the team just you know over the past month has just completely fallen apart. They just they're not playing well, and they have some very I mean they lose in their local league to their arch rival Guadalajara and then they lose in the Concacaf to the to the mid to the other media darlings uh of the region which is LAFC. Uh those are some you yep. know very high profile <clears throat> losses that happen in, in consecutive games. It's uh I mean and on top of that, in between they lost to Atlanta FC. So yeah, it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see what uh, what decisions are made in regard to his future because and then, and then the way that he acted tonight, I mean, again, remember he got, he got bounced from the national team for, for a similar incident, smacking somebody and, and he smacked somebody yep. you know, again tonight. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate because I think he's a really great coach, but I've been, we've talked about so his temper, his temper has always been his downfall. And I think we're going to see it again. Uh, uh, cost him, cost him this gig too. Yep. It probably did. Let me just pass this along to you, uh, John, because, you know, I know how much uh, <laughs> you love to talk about Club America so much. So uh, this is from our friend Edson Ochoa uh, when we're talking about possibly having the under-20 tournament in Texas. His friend uh, Brenda Gonzalez just uh, basically typed – I just translated it uh, when I hit it it's on the link. It says, I'm on Twitter, I'm just watching the LAFC America play – LAFC America plays, and I'd better go to sleep before dying of anger. Ah, well, that's just that sounds like an America fan to me. You know, America fans yep, will, will blame everybody, yep. but yeah, they'll blame everybody but themselves for for the loss. And, and I'm sorry, but you can't pin this on anybody but Pula America. I mean, no. I, that is, I mean, that was uh, that was. I mean, frankly, I mean, if I were an America fan, I guess I would be angry too. Uh, but uh, just but 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 not because my team lost, because my team just completely fell apart for you know two minutes and we're in the, and, and, uh, against <laughs> against the best player in the region and, uh, and 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 he made him pay for it. I mean he made him pay. So yes, he did. I will say this about 
uh, Tigris, though. I mean, I know they took care of business. Uh, two penalties, both converted by Ginoc. And, of course, the third one was an own goal uh, by Olympia. But you're, I think we can both agree that Tuke is going to be basically all business. He's not going to pull what Herrera pulled. No, no, Tuka is not that. I mean, Tuka. I mean, I, I would have to think that uh, uh, you know, you know, Tuka is probably uh, mm. the you know he's kind of like the Greg Popovich of uh, of, 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 of in, in, in the coaching circles uh, in you know, in, in this part of the world. I think he's he's uh, right. Highly respected by by his peers and by and by the. I mean, the referees might you know if he. You know, gets out a little hand. You know, he'll he'll get tossed like like Pop gets tossed occasionally. But uh, you know, he'll he'll work the refs and he'll, uh, you know, he he gets you know he gets results and he always, I mean he always has. And uh, you know, I think Bob Bradley's the same way. I mean, I've always liked Bob Bradley. I think that he, uh, I think he was done wrong uh, when he was let go of uh, oh, yeah. of the U.S. because I don't think the U.S. has ever played better. As, as a national team, as they did under 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 Bob Bradley, and uh, mm-hmm. so I think that you know the, the, these are probably two of the uh, of the most prolific coaches that we have in the area are, are going up against each other, and it's uh, you know it, it's going to be cagey, and I think it's I think it's going to come down to a moment of brilliance from from one of the two, uh, you know the, the the two best players in, in, in the region that are going up against each other. You know, we'll see uh, who 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 has more moments of brilliance because I think it's going to come down to, to both those guys. Yep, I agree. And, and I uh, really think we're going to get ourselves another great match. Yeah, I think so too. And I don't think that it's going to it's going to fall apart like this one did. Uh, you know, and the one thing that I will say is, is that, you know, as you know, Vela has uh, Rossi who's very dangerous. You know, Gignac has uh, mm-hmm. just a full complement of dudes that are that are you know just they're, 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 it's a strong team. You know, they, they both have strong teams. Uh, I do think that uh, if I were to give the edge to anybody, I would probably, uh, you know, on paper would give it to Pegasus, but I think on the intangibles, I think I would give it to LAFC, which kind of balances out. So I, th- I think it's anyone's game. I think it's I think it's anyone's game. I think either of them can uh, can, uh, can 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 pull it out. And, and again, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me at all if uh, if LAFC wins. And you know, I, I mean, of course, if Pegasus wins, and you know, a lot of the uh, Liga making a wall, you know, of course, you know, Liga Mekis is never going to blah, blah, blah. But, you know, again, if LAFC wins, they will have beaten four Liga Mekis teams uh, consecutively mm. to do it. And not just any, you know, like like they're beating the, the schlubs of the, of the league. I mean, they're, you know, they beat the champion, the biggest team, you know, the most prolific team in the, in, in the region, one of the most traditional teams, and the team that, that's been the best over the past five years. So it's four teams that have been very impressive. And uh, so that, I think that says a lot. I think it does too. Uh, any final thoughts about this about these matches, John? Or I think that no, that's I think, all I we got to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we I think we've said it all. Uh, but again, you know, I, uh, again, as someone who's not necessarily an America fan, I I have to I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. No, it it, it was it was fantastic. Uh, just I mean. You go into the second half and you're up a man, and next thing you know, you get blasted by two goals past you. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, two, it was crazy. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I just, yeah, he's a, he's a great player, and uh, you know, he uh, 
it, it's amazing to me that 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 he has been a pro since he's been a pro for 15 years, and you know the the, the only time he's ever played Mexican clubs was in, in this tournament this year, and that's it. He's played four games against Mexican teams his entire career out of 15 years, and and it started in February of this year. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. It, but it's fun. All right, John. Uh, talk to you on Tuesday night, and uh, have a good night. Sleep well, and uh, talk to you uh, on Tuesday. Take care now. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. John Jagoo, SoccerChronicles.com, and Liga M- uh, Excuse me, the Cantina MX podcast. As uh, we just saw, Tigris taking care of business against Olympia, <coughs> and watching. What happened to Club America? Losing to LAFC was another comeback victory for LAFC uh, on a 2-1 victory. Both goals scored by Carlos... Excuse me, 3-1. First two goals for LAFC scored by Carlos Vela, then Latif Blessing puts it home to make it 3-1. Shenanigans galore, but, you know, this is what you expect from Pocket Cap in the Champions League. Shenanigans and everything else galore. Uh, But all I can say is is that it's going to be a lot of fun on Tuesday night, which will be on uh, one of the Fox Sports channels or on Fox National. Who knows? Maybe we'll get that. We'll see what happens. But I got to say, uh, this was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it felt a bit of highway robbery because I wanted a chess match between uh, Miguel Herrera and Bob Bradley. We never got that. So, But we got fireworks. We got Plenty of hustle and bustle. We got a lot of tackles, got red cards. Uh, Miguel Herrera sent off tons of bookings, a lot of action uh, in every which way but loose, and it was just amazing to watch. So it will be on Tuesday night, December the 22nd. It will be LAFC taking on Tigres, the second American MLS club, the fourth altogether to reach the final since, of course, in the U.S., since Real Salt Lake did it in 2011. So that's going to be exciting to watch, and that'll be interesting to see. Uh, so I want to thank, once again, Araceli Villanueva from Switch the Pitch, John Jagu, Soccer Chronicles, and Cantina MX Podcast. This is Daniel Feuerstein. Talk to you on Monday night. Take care so long, and bye-bye for now. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>